I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast, where you'll learn how to operate from a place of confidence and make better choices with men. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. We're going to be talking about how to reframe things with men. Uh, usually, it's the biggest problem in relationships. And it's something we've been banging on a lot about recently because I'm very much on the kick of focusing on what you can control rather than what you can't control. And I use, as always, stories from my clients, stories from my marriage uh, as a way for you to look inside your life and say, where am I responsible for the results that I'm getting? At the end of the podcast, we're going to tell you more about Love You, how you could finally get a relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. We're also going to talk about the Love You Master Scholarship. Go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash scholarship to learn more about that. I'll mention that at the end as well. And I would be remiss if I did not wish you both a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, this is coming out in between the two, so uh, I'm going to try to cover both right now. If you have not already given us a positive review uh, and you are listening, and there are over 50, 60,000 people listening each month, uh, and we have like 400-something reviews. <laughs> so if you haven't given us a positive review, please do us a favor. Go to Apple, go to Spotify, write a review, say something nice, give us five stars. It means a lot. I'm grateful. That's my, that's your Christmas gift to me. So what I want to talk about today, and, and again, I know it's been a thing that we've talked about before because this is such a recurring thing. We enter relationships with people based on common interests and attraction and sunk costs you know, we've been together for two years we might as well get married or you know he, he makes a good living or he's a good dad to his kids and you know, we come up with all these reasons that we stay in relationships and no matter who the whether it's a good relationship or a bad relationship you're you're still left with the idea that your partner's never going to do everything that you want them to do it's impossible it's just not not how it works so a lot of relationships marriage specifically is figuring it what the workarounds for that are and what you can can control. And so I share really openly about myself because I'm a dating coach and I listen to women for a living and I try really hard to be a better husband, a better coach, a better businessman, a better dad. Like I'm, a, I'm really big on personal responsibility, which doesn't mean I'm ever going to get close to perfection. My presumption is that if you're listening to this podcast, you're that kind of person too. You didn't come here for me to tell you that you're a goddess or a girl boss and that you're perfect. And, and there's nothing, there's nothing to learn from that. It's lovely. It's validating. Um, we all like praise. And uh, if we went out to dinner, I'm sure I'd come up with a whole bunch of things to praise you about. But within relationships, we're basically responsible for ourselves, our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions, our reactions can't be responsible for our partner's behavior. I had a client, I, I think I'm going to go off book. I had a client who had a guy, I'm going to give two stories, had a guy who, I don't know if they went out once and then he followed up with a very, very polite rejection letter. Dear so-and-so, it was lovely meeting you the other night. Um, 
Uh, you were such wonderful company, you're attractive and smart and very likable. You know, I just didn't feel the connection to take this thing to the next level or whatever it was. It was a very soft thing, but you know, you're stunning. I, I, I'm sure you're going to make some guy really happy one day. Best of luck in the future. And, I, and if I were reading verbatim, I'd get it right. But it was it was the nicest possible, you know, it's not you letter, but I'm not going to see you anymore. She came back with a response, which is a normal-ish response, but it poked the bear, in which she said, I agree, you're a really nice guy, but I didn't feel any chemistry either. And that line got him because he he said nothing negative about her he only said something positive about her and then said you know this isn't going to work out she in turn to protect her ego had to say yeah i didn't feel it either i was going to reject you first right she didn't say it like that that that's what what happened he lashed out like he he wrote something really nasty to her uh in response to her no i felt no chemistry for you and she posted this on our Love You Facebook group. And most of the women naturally uh, sympathized with her about you know how terrible it was that the that a guy would say this. And again, I'm not reading it verbatim, so I'm not gonna get it right. But you know, it was it was relatively brief, but it was cutting. You know, who do you think you are? Get over yourself, something like that. And so the easy thing to do is complain, what's wrong with men that they can't take rejection? When in this instance, it was her who couldn't take rejection. He did politely reject her. He didn't tell her why, because there's no reason to tell someone why. No one's looking for feedback. No one's looking to feel bad. It hurts, it hurts enough to know someone doesn't want to see you. Why tell them why? All right. But this is what my client did. And I had to be the guy in the room who, who gently pointed out he wouldn't have written anything nasty to you if you didn't tell him there was no chemistry. And there was no reason to tell him there wasn't any chemistry. I'm like, who are you trying to save face around? We get into this thing where she's really frustrated. What's wrong with guys and their anger issues? And it doesn't even occur to her that if she had said, thank you for letting me know that you weren't interested, you're a lovely guy, best of luck in the future. That whole negative thing that he says doesn't, doesn't come to pass. She, she accepts it graciously his polite rejection. She didn't accept it graciously. She had to throw in a dig. Does it justify this guy's nasty response? No. But she can't just claim to be innocent. Why are guys just attacking me out of nowhere? Well, you didn't need to tell him that. It would be like a guy writing to you, you know, after your first date and saying, hey, I no longer want to see you because I think you have a bad sense of humor and you're 20 pounds overweight. You may be entitled to think those things, but there no, no one would ever want to say them. There's no reason to say them. Always take the high road. This is what I mean about reframing your frustrations. There's usually an explanation. If we dig deep enough, other than this person sucks, this guy's a dick, right? And I'm... Always not defending guys who suck, who are dicks. <laughs> We're talking about relationships with people that you like and trust. And that's why I share the story of my, my marriage, which is the thing that got me to, to, to do this podcast is because I'm really, really proud of my marriage. It's embarrassing to say that out loud. Maybe it's unseemly to say that out loud, but I didn't get married by accident. This is one of 300 dates before I met my wife. I, I hit the wife jackpot. And just because I hit the wife jackpot doesn't mean that things don't routinely come up that that frustrate me about her or her, her about me. 
And so if I can share them with you, then perhaps you can get a, a window inside what a healthy marriage looks like. I don't tell you about all the amazing stuff. There's nothing to learn from, hey, we're, you know, but when you're listening to this, I'm probably in Mexico with my family right now um, at an all-inclusive resort. Um, you know, I'm like, that's, that, that's nothing for you to learn from that. So this is a story where I run this small business and I'm a writer, I'm a speaker. I'm useless with an Excel spreadsheet. I can't do anything. I can't I can't read a balance sheet. I'm, I'm not proud of this. I have a bookkeeper. I got an accountant. Um, but the money that comes out of the business, we got to plan for our future. We got to put money in our kids' college funds. We got to we got to put it in our 401k. We got to plan for our summer vacation or my daughter's bat mitzvah. We, we need to allocate money for these things that we're planning on doing. And instead of just reacting and be like, oh my God, how much is it gonna cost us? It's gonna be really stressful. And so for years, and not for years, like a decade, I've been saying, honey, could you do the books for our house? Could you look at this and figure out how much money we're making and where to allocate it? She doesn't wanna do it. And we've had many, many conversations about it. Simultaneously, she's volunteering to be the treasurer of the elementary school working 10, 15 hours a week as the treasurer for the elementary school. So this isn't something that's way outside of her thing. This is what she does. <laughs> she spent 16 years planning international vacations for, for corporations, massive Excel spreadsheets. And so I was like, I just need something kind of quick and dirty. How much money are we making? How much are we leaving aside for taxes? What are the business expenses? What are the household expenses? Let's take just a snapshot of this. We have had this conversation like every four months for 10 years and somewhere between she can't, she won't, she tried and I didn't like what she did. And so she doesn't want to do it anymore. And so this is not the kind of thing that, you know, uh, divorces are made of, certainly not, but not like a, a pebble in your shoe that never really seems to go away. And so I did what any reasonable person would do when they can't solve the problem themselves. I turned to my therapist and I asked her for her outside perspective on this. Not surprisingly, she did for me what I'm <laughs> trying to do for you. She goes, it seems like, Evan, you have a real attachment to her doing these books for your household. And I said, well, well yeah, I've been... We're in, we're in like this old school marriage where I make all the money and she takes care of everything else. How we spend it, what we do with the kids, like that's her domain. And she's adept at the domain and she employs this elsewhere. And I, I guess I take it's hard, hard to take it personally that she doesn't want to do this, right? Much less is willing to do it just as a form of like, hey, this is good for us. We can do more if we plan into it instead of being like, oh, we can't afford that because we never actually looked at our own bank statements. I really, really want your help on this. This is for the good of both of us. And uh, she said, you need to let go of your expectations that she should do this. And I, I share this with you because think of the expectations you've had of men of what they should do. Once you hear the word should, you know you're off in some dicey territory about what men should do. She goes, so my recommendation to you is read the room. It doesn't matter why. Clearly, she doesn't want to do this. And instead of holding on to, 
I'm going to keep on negotiating with her to do this thing that she doesn't want to do. Because if she did, she'd have done it 10 years ago. Maybe you can get more relief by doing two things, trying to understand her perspective more and finding an alternate solution because she's not going to change. That's what I've done. That's exactly what I did because I try to try to take advice. I tried to empathize with her in that she has a different way of viewing things than I do, much more detail oriented. The thing I was asking her to do was supposed to be quick, like a five minute thing. She's turned it into this much bigger project, which is a lot less fun, a lot more frustrating. If she feels like she can't please me to give me what I want, she's going to be more frustrated. She's going through her own stuff right now, which I've outlined in my uh, uh, Substack, uh, Love Splaining. We talked about what she's going through uh, with uh, menopause and a, a loss of energy and a uh, thinner skin, uh, lower tolerance for for uh, frustration. And so it's trying to squeeze a blood out of a stone right now. And I realized, you know what I need to do? I need to be more supportive of her. Instead of criticizing her and giving her a harder time, I need to be like, oh, honey, you're going through so much. I don't want to add to it. I'm really sorry. This has been a source of contention for us. Whatever you need to go through, I'm here to support you. I don't need to fully understand all of it to recognize that obviously this is not top of mind for you. And I'm going to find another solution to this and take it off of your plate. And so that's what I did. I got on the phone with my bookkeeper. I got my hands a little bit dirty with a spreadsheet. I talked to my financial advisor and talked to some, some folks to be able to do this thing that I've been asking why for, for 10 years. And I let go of my expectation that because she was good at it, she should do it for me. I just let it go. And that solved the problem. Like just like that. Once I let go of you should do this and paid attention to what I was seeing, which is she just didn't want to. And it almost doesn't matter why. I freed myself to not only solve my own problem, but be a better and more compassionate partner for her. So I offer that to you. If you're with a man who's not doing what you want and you love him and you're not leaving him, how can you reframe? How could you accept him for how he is, understand and empathize with how he is, and then find some sort of peace and acceptance and work around for the fact that he's never going to be the man you want to mold him to be. Right? And the sooner you can do that, the quicker you can make peace with your partner instead of constantly getting on his case that he's not doing what you want him to do or what you think he should be doing. I never give advice from a pedestal. I'm going through all of it myself. I hope that has some value to you as you navigate your relationship. Before you go, I just want to remind you, Love You Scholarship uh, application deadline is 1231. Um, December 31st, 2023. This is an opportunity to get a Love You Master's scholarship. It's one of my highest levels of coaching uh, with tons of personal attention, access to all of my digital products and programs. Uh, I write your profile. I pay for your photos. You have access to our private Love You Facebook group. You have access to our Tuesday night large group calls, our Wednesday night small group calls. Uh, we do some one-on-one -on -one sessions. It is hand-holding concierge worth $24,000 uh, in U.S. dollars. 
uh, and it is yours for free. All you have to do is go to evanmarcats.com forward slash scholarship, uh, fill out short application, make a two minute video explaining to me why you should win the scholarship. And I'll get back to you in the new year if indeed you are the winner. Uh, I appreciate that. I love doing this for people who can't afford uh, high-end dating coaching. And uh, I look forward to hearing more from you. My name is Evan Marcatz. Thanks for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to get notified when new content comes out. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please leave a written review, which helps to amplify this podcast to other high-achieving women who are ready for love. And if you want a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, go to www.evanmarkatz.com forward slash apply and watch my free video about how you could fix your broken man picker. When you're done, apply to Love You to join other women in a coaching community where you'll gain confidence, raise your standards for what you expect from men, and get the relationship you deserve. I'll see you there.